welcome to episode number 18 of Travels with Squeaky. Travels with Squeaky is a podcast for solo women RVers, campers, and van lifers. And I'm your host, Kathy Belge. In this episode of Travels with Squeaky, I talk with Vanna May. Vanna is an artist, a writer for RV Share Magazine, and also has a very popular YouTube channel. She is full-time in her 19-foot RV with her cat Indigo. We talked about her decision to leave a life behind that looked perfect from the outside to create a new life on the road. I loved our conversation, especially the part where she shares about making new friends and finding common ground with strangers on the road. I do want to note that there's a couple points in this episode where there's a little bit of lag time in our audio. And that's just one of the part of the nature of being in the RV lifestyle is sometimes you don't have the very best internet connection. So hopefully you'll bear with us. Um, but let's listen in. It's a really great interview. All right, Vanna, Vanna May, thank you so much for coming on and being a guest on the Travels with Squeaky podcast. Um, I want to just let our listeners know how I discovered Vanna. We're both in a Facebook group for women RVers. And I was just attracted to Vanna's post. She was always very positive and had a lot to say that um, really resonated with me. And it wasn't until after I reached out to her that I realized that, uh, Vanna, you're kind of YouTube famous. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. Um... <laughs> I guess, I guess so. <laughs> You've got a great YouTube channel um, and where you share a lot about your travels um, and your travels with your kitty, which me just starting out now with a kitty, I'm excited to chat with you a little bit about that. Um, but I kind of want to just start first with like how long you've been on the road and what it was that inspired you to live this RV lifestyle. Uh, thank you so much for having me again. Um, so I've been on the road for almost two years now. And uh, in January 28th, 2022 will be two years officially. Um, what started this journey, um, it's kind of a long story, but to sum it up, um, I Back in 2015, um, I was going through a lot of changes in my life. I left um, a pretty uh, toxic relationship and I was starting fresh and I discovered uh, painting and mm. I really got into that and started showcasing my artwork. Um, it was helping me heal through a lot of uh, the hurt that I was going through, just painting and connecting with people on that level. Um, and it got me to traveling a lot. And so mm -hmm. I was thinking like, I would love to travel more and connect with more people through art, but um, having to like, I had an apartment at the time and I also was a homeowner. So I was like doing a lot. And um, when I would travel, it's like, oh, I have to go back home. And I was like, it would be nice to just have my life more simplified and have like everything with me. And that's when I discovered the RV life. And I'm like, well, that makes sense. Like I can travel, I can start a new life and start a new journey. And so um, I started researching like a lot of us do. Um, mm -hmm. I found first like Bob Wells, Cheap RV Living. Oh, right. A lot of us start off listening to 
And, um, and then I started finding RV groups and asking questions and narrowing down exactly what kind of RV I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. And once I found the RV that I, that I kind of wanted, I realized, whoa, this is actually kind of expensive. And so I knew I had to make sacrifices in order mm-hmm. to like make this dream come true. So I weighed out the pros and cons and I was like, you know, I'm ready to um, sell my home. I don't see myself living in it. It was a past dream. Um, I had it for six years. I was a landlord. I did that. And I realized like, this is just a lot. Like I try to do both. I try to see if I could do both. And I'm like, Mm. I want to have a simpler life. And I always have this saying that, you know, if you try something new, if it doesn't work out, you can always do like go back to what you were doing before and so mm-hmm. I I reassured myself like if this isn't for me like yeah it probably won't look the same but like I can go and get a house again if I needed to you know yeah I'd probably be starting off with less but if I really wanted to do it I know I could I did it before so like I I decided I'm gonna do it and so yeah. I did it I sold my house I repaired it I learned a lot <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. doing that and then after that um I felt a sense of freedom letting go of a lot of things, Mm -hmm. letting go of a lot of like old patterns and um, letting go of my home was like, I didn't feel sad or remorse. It was like, it was a relief Mm. actually. And, um, and then it gave me room to like go on the next chapter. And before I bought my RV, I rented one out, which I highly recommend people doing Yes, um, just to see if this is what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so I rented the, the RV I finally got. And then um, I think it was, I took my time though. Like I figured out my finances before I did that. That to me is really important is like mm. making sure to um, plan out financially. How much money do I realistically have? What job am I going to do when I'm on the road? Like I'm making a lot less than I used to in my old life. And I embrace that. I can't, you know, there's certain things I can't do anymore that I used to do. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think all of those things are important. So I think because I did that, like getting into the RV life officially was a lot, uh, smoother. I mean, it was still rough, but it was like, easier because I kind of I planned it out um I took like a a a good year before I went into the RV life to like actually go 100% if that makes sense so yeah yeah long story short (laughs) okay so no regrets then no regrets yeah so you mentioned your artwork and I did want to bring that up um I your artwork is really beautiful Uh, Where can we find it? Where can people come and look at your artwork and support you as an artist? Uh, So I have an Etsy account. It's a Vaname art. And um, I'm actually currently working on making more functional art, like coffee mugs and pillowcases and stuff. Something I've always wanted to do. Um, And then I started actually making necklaces too Mm hand-painted necklaces and so that's been a lot of fun and yeah (laughs) very good I'll link to all this um in the show notes so that people can definitely come and find you um and you travel with a kitty tell us a little bit about about indigo uh so indigo I 
actually have had her for seven years. I actually found her when I first bought my house. Um, mm. I found her in Vegas. She was a little kitten and it was love at first sight. And she was mostly an indoor cat um, for most of her life until I decided that I wanted to do the RV life. So mm. for like a year, I trained her, leash trained her so that she could, like, I knew I wanted to walk her around and not every place we go to, she can, I can't take her off leash all the time. So mm-hmm. um I definitely recommend that. And then also having a cat backpack because then when she doesn't want to walk or maybe I'm traveling somewhere, she can still go with me and be in the backpack. And she loves it. She loves traveling with me. She sits in the passenger seat when I drive. It's been a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. So I, uh, I just got a kitten and I'm training her also on the leash and uh, in the backpack. I just took her this morning on my walk with my dog put her in the backpack and took her along. Um, I think my What's biggest, her name? her name is Tucker. And uh, she's Aww. about like five months old right now. So um, yeah, she's a sweetheart. Um, my, my biggest thing is I know, and I noticed on one of your YouTube videos, you do let your cat off leash. Um, and so I was just curious about that because that was something that I was fearful of. So currently right now I'm at, I'm on a farm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I do is like when I'm stationary, um, which I am a majority of the time, um, I let her off leash once I know the area and I know it's safe for her to go. Um, mm-hmm. and then she's usually out during the day, um, usually around like this time, like 9am to like about three or 4pm. But once it starts getting dark, she's inside. Um, and she usually stays around the RV. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first would take her out, like when she's able to like free roam, um, I will stay with her and accompany her. Um, and also just knowing the surrounding, like there's plenty of dogs on the farm. There's other cats on the farm. There's not a lot of wildlife on this farm. I mean, there Mm. is at night, but like during the day, it's fine. So I know that she's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But at night, I won't let her out. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And this is only like in this situation. Um, Most places I travel, she's on leash. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's going to be my plan is to primarily keep her on a leash. So. Um, so you're at a farm right now. Um, I did want to kind of jump in since you mentioned finances. Um, how is it that you are able to afford living on the road full time? Is it your art? Is it a combination of things like? It's a combination of things. Um, I think the key is to slow travel. Um, I usually stay in a place for, um, a few months at a time and mm-hmm. do work like either it's art. Um, I'm also, I write for rvshare.com. So, um, I write blogs, mm. um, my YouTube channel now, um, is making me a bit of income too. So I think having multiple streams of income is the way to go. And then, um, not try. And then like I save up for when I know I'm going to travel. And I guess my travel style also is um, destination travel. Mm. So I travel to either meet people where I know I have a place to stay 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I'm in that place, I kind of like see what opportunities are there and save money until my next trip. Um, and that's been the, for me personally, that's been the most easiest way to, um, save my money and to like kind of navigate how much it takes, um, Mm. to, to travel, uh, Mm um, financial, financially. Um, and I do have savings, but I don't, it's my emergency fund and I really try not to tap into that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So tell us a bit about this, um, rvshare.com that you're writing for. Yeah, so um, they reached out to me around the time I started like my YouTube channel and I started posting more in RV groups. Um, RV Share is like the Airbnb of the RV world where you can rent um, your RV out or you Mm -hmm. can find an RV to rent their website. And um, they started doing um, travel. um, They started asking people to write about their um travel experiences so they reached out to me and I wrote my first piece which was about finding your bliss by traveling and um they really liked it so I I I contribute monthly to their um to their blogs and it's been a lot of fun because I really do enjoy writing Mm -hmm. and um just like another interesting way to um share my story yeah, you're a great writer. I definitely checked out some of your articles. And then your YouTube channel. What was Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I am a writer also. And so I definitely was like, Oh, these are yes, great. I, I mean, I, I was originally attracted to your writing in the first place, even on the Facebook pages. So um, you don't just post like a couple of sentences, you usually write a little bit of um, almost like a little personal essay, even in the Facebook groups. And I really like that. Thanks. It's like art to me, just with, with your words. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I see that. And it comes through. So, um, I wanted to ask about how you got started also on your YouTube channel. What was the inspiration for that? That one was unexpected. Honestly, I really enjoy videography and, um, I wanted to document, and this is how I feel about writing too. It's like, I wanted to just document this moment in my life and do it for fun. Like I had no intention when I like started my YouTube channel that it would turn into anything. It was just more Mm -hmm. like, oh, I just want to do this and see how this is, you know, just as a creative like expression. And um, my first like RV tour video really caught on and it went viral and Mm. I I wasn't expecting that and then I realized like a lot of people you know like had a lot of like questions about the RV experience and what it entails and so I just started like seeing it as like oh it's this is another creative outlet for me to share my story and to do it through video Mm -hmm. um and I, I'm, I, I haven't been posting as often right now because um, I'm on a very rural farm. I'm actually off grid right now, um, okay. but I'm making content right now. It's a lot of fun. It just takes a lot of time. Like making a video takes like days to like edit, do voiceovers and all that. And um, it's still a learning curve for me, Yeah, I think. Yeah. 
I bet I can, I can imagine just doing the podcast, how long it takes to edit and do all that. So I imagine once you add in the video, how much, how much more work it would be hundred percent. So that's pretty cool. I mean, it's very obvious. I watched your, um, the viral video, I guess, of your RV tour. And it's just so clear that you're an artist and the way you have your little RV decorated, just, it actually made me start looking at mine being like, what can I do in here to personalize mine a little more? Because I haven't really done a lot to it in terms of, um, sprucing it up for, um, in any creative kind of way, you know? So, um, I'm starting to look at my RV through new eyes right now to see if there's a way that I can, can bring some flair into my own. So I think definitely you're in, you're That's in inspiration. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me happy to hear. Cause it's, it's your home. Right. So you should make it your style or whatever, like really interests you. So like when you walk in, you're just like, Oh, this is so nice. Like every time I walk into my RV, even if it's a, a mess, because to be honest, and I think it, <laughs> a lot of people could say it's not always like when you see on Instagram or you see right. people post posts where it's like everything is neat. It's not always like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be real, especially with the cat and like traveling, like, but like being able to walk in my space and be like, oh, like this feels really homey. Like I'm very relaxed looking at art or like having like some color. Yeah. It really makes a difference. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to start looking at what I can do with mine right now. Um, so thank yeah. you for that inspiration. Well, if you need any pointers. Yeah, oh, no problem. Uh, if you need any pointers, I'm here to help. <laughs> awesome. I will definitely hit you up on that for sure. Um, so you mentioned this, this kind of slow travel that you do. I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. So you, you're currently uh, working on a farm. Is that what you said? Yeah, so I'm working on a regenerative farm. Um, and it's amazing. I really love it. Mm. <laughs> I never thought I would farm before, but because of the RV life, it's given me the ability to do it. Um, and if anyone is interested in um, farming, which is like, I think it's an untapped opportunity for people in the um, RV life that have, um, that isn't a self-contained um, RV or van or whatever. Um, there's um, organizations called, not organizations, um, web, there's a website called um, Help Exchange and mm. um, Wolfing. And there you can find places to, in exchange for room and board, or if you have an RV yourself contained, maybe like water and hookup, um, you can stay on the farm and learn a new skill, learn how to work on a farm, work in a, 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 co a community, a collective, and you learn so much from it. And then you get to be in nature too. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And so have access to really great food too. Oh, um, I'm yeah. eating very well here. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Well, yeah. And also one of the things I was also inspired by is how you cook in your RV. Um, you posted a video of making a chocolate cake in a rice maker. And, um, I have to say I was kind of mesmerized by it. So, um, I, I love that you're, <laughs> you're, sh you're exploring, you're experimenting and sharing that on YouTube. It, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun learning how to do like 
normal things you do in a regular house in an RV and do it with limited um, electricity mm. um, and having a, having like a solar generator like that's what my main source of power I'm learning to not rely on hookups so much mm. um, and cooking in a rice cooker you could cook a lot of things in it like the other day um, I made a really good soup with it. Um, I'm learning how to do a bone broth in my rice cooker. Wow. The possibilities are endless. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm definitely going to send people over to your YouTube and, and follow along because there's definitely a lot of cool things over there. Um, I also, I just wanted to back up for a bit to um, the thing that that originally um, drew me to you, which was this post you had on Facebook um, about talking about the words afraid, I'm scared, and I'm nervous, and how um, you want to change that narrative. So I'd love to jump into that a little bit. Yes, yeah. It. Um, so I posted, it was a few months ago, um, about how, you know, a lot of times when people are getting into this lifestyle of living nomadic there is this fear i'm afraid i'm scared i i like and like oh i need protection and like what do you use for protection and i've now that i've lived this lifestyle for and i'm not saying i'm an expert or anything but mm -hmm. from what i've realized is once you actually get out there into the real world and you're not online as much you realize wow there's a lot of beauty here. There is, there's not a lot to be afraid of as long as that, as long as you plan out your trips accordingly. And that's the key that I do. Like mm. I plan out my trip. I see how long the trip's going to take. I try to get to my spot before it's dark. Um, you know, and like, let people like my loved ones know where I am. Um, just be aware of my surroundings. I realized like you know, America is, is in particular being the United States is one of the safest places to travel. Um, and that we're so lucky to be able to travel freely like we do. And there's so many resources out there too. And, mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of the fear comes within our head, the assumptions, but then when we're actually doing it, we realize, Oh, there's not really much to be afraid of, you know? And things can happen anywhere whether you're in an rv you're in a house it doesn't matter you know so why let that fear consume you right and, and stop you from living your fullest potential absolutely i love that i love that so that's awesome thanks thanks for sharing that you're right i do feel like there is a lot of attention in those facebook groups around fear and safety and um and yeah we have to be mindful we have to be alert and we have to be prepared but you're right like even if we are afraid i think i mean i'm for me there's been times i'm a, i've been afraid but let's do it anyway right uh, don't let don't let that fear stop us yeah. if we let fear stop us we really wouldn't experience much in life you know exactly like i've always lived with the um fear of the what of like not doing it and regretting mm. doing it like that scares me more than actually doing it because hey if it, if i fail i learn like and i think having 
in that mindset of okay like even if I don't succeed or maybe if like things don't go the way I I expected there's the opportunity to learn something there's an opportunity to grow and do it better the next time and to keep trying no matter if you're scared out of your mind because some I I get scared too especially when I'm going on a big trip like I did two cross-country road trips and yeah I was scared but I did it anyway and it was the best experience ever it opened my eyes so much it made me love America again (laughs) Mm. well let's talk about that because right now if you just watch the news all you'll see is a very you know like a divided America where nobody's getting along and you're on the right or the left and and there's no middle ground. And so I kind of want to hear a little bit more. Did you have any particular experiences that you want to share? I know I have my own stories about travel um, and meeting and meeting people, but um, I'd love to hear if you have a different, if you have any particular stories you want to share. Yeah, I would. And I would love to hear one of yours too. Um, So my one of my experiences that really opened my eyes was um I was doing um a harvest host oh uh, I love which harvest, harvest host, host yep. is where you need to I love it so much that is like the way to travel and um that and boondockers welcome which they've merged now but mm-hmm. um so it was a it was a harvest host that was in Arkansas like middle of nowhere Arkansas and I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like my GPS was taking me down these like middle of nowhere boonie roads. I'm like, where am I going? What's going on? And I go to this restaurant and it's like a hole in the wall restaurant. And um, they have me park in this like vast field. Um, and I'm just like, I don't know about all this, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I seem, I'm seeing Trump signs everywhere. I'm like, I don't know about all this. And so I go inside, I meet the bartender. She was really nice. And then like, I start like settling in and, um, they said, oh, Hey, we're going to be having some musicians come tonight. They like play outside and like, you know, learn songs together. And so I went outside and I had my art supplies because I paint because mm-hmm. I was curious. And like, it was the most amazing experience. Like they were like, there was people there playing the banjo, playing the guitar and they're really good singers and performers. And, you know, they are like the, they have the complete opposite lifestyle of me, mm-hmm. but they welcomed me with open arms and we wow. became instant friends. And they were singing and playing and I was painting and they were like loving what I was doing. And it opened my eyes to like, you know, there are people out there that have different views than me that are on the complete opposite, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, as long as they're not taking it personally on me, which most cases they don't, there's a common thread. The common thread is, you know, everyone wants to like, have a good life, have a good time, meet new people. And like, you realize like, wow, we all want the same things and we all want that connection. And I can learn something from them and they can learn something from me. And it's totally fine if we don't see eye to eye on everything because we're having a good time. And I, it made me really appreciate like, and remind me that America is 
such a kind place and it's not as scary as and and divisive as people perceive it to be online yes those things happen i'm not saying they don't but um when you actually get out there you realize like wow people are actually not as crazy as you think you know mm. yeah well thanks for that story that's a, i love that story it, it it actually kind of brought tears to my eyes just thinking about it um so yeah that that's amazing and yeah there there i mean it's we can't dismiss some of the things that are happening out there but we have to be open to to all of it which is the beauty and um in people like right like just and that's i think that's one of the things that travel does for us is it really takes us outside of our little our little bubbles our little circles and it exposes us to people who have different lifestyles different points of view and we can all just see the humanity in one another mm-hmm. and like there's always there's always a common thread even if someone's living a completely different way of life even like me being on the farm right now like i'm with like people that really know their stuff Mm -hmm. and they really like their life isn't based on time it's based on the earth the earth tells them the time to harvest the moon the sun tells them the time to do things and like that has opened my eyes up to like how connected we can be with nature Mm -hmm. and so it's it's just rving and doing the nomadic life you can see so much that you wouldn't see just being at home and um spending less time online which i'm kind of contradicting myself when i say that because it's like oh well i'm i'm an influencer Mm -hmm. but um i really try when i'm when i'm doing things or i'm around people to be cognizant of that and to really be in the moment with people because that's really important to me um that matters more than 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 that is like the like connecting with people and the experiences and because of that like I have places around the country like the place I was talking about in Arkansas they want me over the country because I've I've decided to open up and be present with people I would love to hear uh, like if you've had an instance like that too well um like yeah, maybe maybe it's a little different, but you know, I did I spent some time um, doing camp campground hosting, so I'll spend a month at a particular campground uh, doing. It's a volunteer situation, but you um, get your your site for free and your electric and water and everything. And um, I spent a That's month. That's awesome. Yeah, I spent a month at this state park here in Oregon with um, another couple who. Um, you know, we never talked politics, but I just know that they were on the other side of the spectrum. For me, they they had the flag flying and um, and they, you know, I don't know if if they ever really had spent time with a with a gay person before, you know, and um, 
And just by the end of that month, I grew to adore them. They grew to adore me. We were, you know, like almost teary when we said goodbye because they were there for me. There were times when I had a couple of things happen with my RV that they helped out with. And, um, you know, we were just there to support one another. Uh, she hurt herself at one point and I was helping out on their side of the campground with some of the chores, you know, like, and we just had a good time together and we bonded over the things that were important to us, you know, about the working in the campground, the, the supporting the campers who were coming through. Um, we had cookouts and things like that together. So, um, you know, you find, like you said, the common thread, you find the common thread and you connect over those things and they were lovely humans, you know, um, even though we never talked politics, I'm, I'm like 99% sure that, you know, they were, they were, this was, this was the election election year that I was doing this, that they were on the other side than me, you know, and, um, and it was all great. It, it, we were just people. Wow. That's such a beautiful story. I love that. I love that. I love hearing that. And I feel like those are the stories like people need to hear is like that you can be opposite of someone and still find a common thread and uh it's making me teary now (laughs) 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 well good yeah and you know it just gives me hope you know i don't know if there is a common thread between people who want to live this lifestyle that maybe they are just open to more experiences. I think people who don't want to be open, maybe they just stay at home, right? They don't want to change. They don't want to see a different point of view. But I think maybe one of the reasons we do take to the road to travel is because we want to experience something different. Yes, I agree with that. I feel like at the root of it, that's what drove me to do it. You know, you know, thinking back to what I was saying earlier, like when I was sharing my, the, or like why I went into this, I feel like that's the main reason why uh, I just wanted to be open to new experiences um, and not just being a bubble and like this American dream. What does that mean? You know, I was questioning that a lot mm. because I felt like, you know, everything on paper in my life at that time before I did it was like so perfect but I wasn't happy internally mm-hmm. I didn't really know who I was like I was looking in the mirror I'm like I don't really like I have this identity that society has given me but I'm not I don't feel alive I don't feel like I'm living my truth and since living my RV life I've been like feeling my truth way more I feel way comfortable in my skin I I love like the self-love I give to myself now is way more um, real than I've ever felt before in my life. I mean, I've had spurts of it in my life, but I feel like now I'm like, wow, I really, I really know myself now. And I really, I I see what I'm capable of because another part of our V life is like everything in your life is amplified every part of your life Mm -hmm. things you've been avoiding will come up things you need (laughs) to work on will come up like it's it's a trip yeah but it's an opportunity to work on yourself 
Yeah. And especially as a solo, right? You don't have any distraction. You're just there with yourself. All the time. Like I had an instance actually last year on the farm where this is a common thing I'm seeing now in the groups. Uh, I had a, I had a rat in my RV, not a mouse, a rat. Oh, it was so, that was was scary. Indica Um, was not doing her job. So, okay. So here's the thing. Um, on the farm, I knew that they were using rat poison. So I'm like, I do not want her to do it. I'm going to have to do it. So I got to tell you the story now. I I opened up this can of worms. So now I got to tell it. So, um, I was, so I was on the farm I'm on now. Um, and I was staying in the carport. They have a carport and, um, it was next to the chicken coop and the trash. And that's where the rats Mm. were. And I didn't know it at the time. So I'm like cooking in there, you know, I'm doing my thing. And then one night I hear the dreaded like chomp, chomp, chomp inside and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh my God, what is it? You know, and um, I have like this drawer in the back of my, um, where my kitchen is. And I hear the scratching and I'm like opening up the drawer and closing it. And Indigo's like freaking out because she wants to get it. And I open the drawer and I slam it. And then I hear those scratching like really loud for like an hour and then it stops. And I'm like, what the heck? So I open up my drawer. Like I take the drawer completely out at this time. And I see, and I'm sorry, trigger warning, I'm going to get a little graphic, Uh, but like it got caught between the, like the rail and the wall. And so when I slammed the, the, um, the, the cabinet, it went, everything went, it, it was gone. So I jumped back because I see like this big gray hairy thing and I'm just like, and I scream and then I called the farmer on the farm. I'm like, (laughs) like Forrest come here there's a rat (laughs) and he comes in and he's he this is his farm he's lived here his whole life so he like comes in he grabs it out and this rat I I'm not kidding you it was it was almost as big as my cat it was a huge rat he's like you got a big daddy rat I'm like oh hell no so that's what I learned a lot about um um like sealing your undercarriage and protecting your rv from rats yeah. was that experience okay. i went from like i went from like zero to a hundred where i'm like okay i'm not i don't want to experience this ever again so i learned how to seal up all the holes in my rv which i think a lot of us know like they don't do a very good job of that unfortunately right <laughs> in rv especially the the newer it is the more compartments there are to, for them to get in so yeah <laughs> I learned all that so you learned some handy skills pretty fast yeah and I learned to not park in the carport anymore I'm like I'm just gonna learn how to seal like I'll, I'll stay outside I'll learn how to seal my RV um outside for the rain and like just learned a lot I just yeah <laughs> Well, Vanna, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Um, is there anything that I, that I didn't bring up that you wanted to, to mention? No, I think that was, that was really good. I really enjoyed this. Thank you for having me on. And um, all I have to say though, is it, live your life 
you know, however that looks, whether it is RV life, whether it is traveling weekends or whatever, go out and see the world. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't consume what's online so much. Just enjoy it and live it for yourself. I want to thank Vanna again for being a guest on our podcast today. Here's some of my key takeaways. Number one, don't let your fear hold you back. The consequences of not following your dream are probably much worse. Number two, America is one of the safest places to travel, especially for solo women. And a lot of our fear is in our head. Number three, by traveling slow and staying with friends or at work camping situations, Vanna is able to afford this lifestyle at a much less cost than her previous life. And number four, if you're open, you'll see the beauty in America, not just the natural beauty, but the kindness of its people. Thanks for listening to Travels with Squeaky. You can find more content for solo women, RVers, and campers over at travelswithsqueaky.com. And if you like what you heard today, please consider leaving a review, subscribing, or sharing with a friend. It really helps us and means a lot. Travels with Squeaky theme music is Field Station by Nicole Potolsky. And if you have a person you'd like to hear interviewed, or perhaps you would like to share your own solo travel story, email us at info at travelswithsqueaky.com. Until next week, we'll see you out there on the road. <music>